Hello. Welcome to the Gospel Everyday Podcast, following along with the Mariner's Church Annual Read. There is unlimited grace for us today, no matter what happens, because of who Jesus is and what He has done. I am Inez Franklin, your host for today. We're reading from Proverbs 22, verse 22 and 23. Do not exploit the poor, because they are poor. And do not crush the needy in court, for the Lord will take up their case and will exact life for life. Today's devotional was difficult to read. The challenges of the poor are many, and the oppression they experience is really painfully real. The human chase for more and more and more, for more comfort, more happiness, more stuff, leaves deep scars on the backs of the poor. And the challenge is that none of us can escape supporting these oppressive social systems completely. Really, to some extent, every product we purchase, use, or enjoy has a link, maybe sometimes dotted, sometimes solid, somewhere out there to a hard heart and an oppressive hand. Look around your house, your office, or inside your car. Can you say that anything you use is devoid of possible exploitation of a poor? We can't. We don't even know how these products were made or how the substances or materials were collected to make such products. We can't even say that it's good because it gives people jobs, not if it harms them. You know, our mega ship traffic that we have on our West Coast port is a big of an annoyance to us, right? Because our appliances is taking longer to arrive and our prices are going up. But are we really the ones being harmed by the changing manufacturing and financial picture? Probably not. Somewhere in another country, in a neighborhood we would never visit, there are children working in a factory instead of being in school. There are men and women bent over or physically mutilated as the demand for the product that they create increases somewhere out there in that distant land of more. Human progress is polluted by oppressive structures, practices, and people. But even when we have the best of intentions, The needs of the poor are so many and the number of people numerous that we're forced to create large organizations to care for them. And soon these organizations become bureaucracies and megaships that have a hard time adjusting and navigating the sea of poverty that keeps them afloat. And so they even become a problem. You know, those who make products that are socially responsible quickly find out how hard it is to compete with the cheaper products built by the oppressive, corrupt, and greedy systems. And that's a hard reality. And as Jesus said, the poor will always be among us. He said this in Mark 14, verse 7. There's really no easy way around this. But when you read today's proverb that says, the Lord will take up their case, the case of the oppressed, and will exact life for life. Now that's serious. See, God doesn't look the other way, even if the problem is huge. He sees the problem. And there's nothing here that gives us an impression that if we don't know how things were made, we don't know what kind of oppression took place, that we're innocent. This is God will bring judgment to his children when they ignore the needs of the poor. And this is not the only time he does this. We see this throughout scripture. Proverbs 21, 13 says, whoever shuts their eyes to the cries of the poor will also cry out and not be answered. God is consistent. He punished his people for committing idolatry, but also for neglecting the needs of the poor. Sodom was completely destroyed because they did not help the poor. We're told in Ezekiel chapter 16, verse 49 and 50. Jesus 
identified himself most closely with the poor. And he connected our treatment to the poor as identical to our treatment of him in Matthew chapter 25, verse 31 and 46. And I was going to read the whole thing for us, but I think I'm going to start reading to us from verse 41, where it says this. Then he will say to those in his left, Depart from me, you who are cursed, into the eternal fire prepared for the devil and his angels. For I was hungry, and you gave me nothing to eat. I was thirsty, and you gave me nothing to drink. I was a stranger, and you did not invite me in. I needed clothes, and you did not clothe me. I was sick and in prison, and you did not look after me. And they will also answer, Lord, when did we see you hungry or thirsty or stranger or needing clothes or sick or in prison and did not help you? He will reply, truly, I tell you, whatever you did not do for one of the least of these, you did not do for me. And then they will go away to eternal punishment, but the righteous to eternal life. You know, these passages should cause us to tremble. Because clearly we have a just God that cares deeply about the poor. And we're often so wrapped up in our own lives and our own stuff that we sometimes don't look and care for those who are being oppressed. Or at the other spectrum, we're overwhelmed. We do look. And there's so much problems. We don't even know where to start. Like, how do we, we're just one person. How do we solve the problem? How do we stop the exploiting of the poor, the oppression of the poor with our limited resources? You see, no matter how smart, clever, wonderful we are, the problems, the oppression of the poor is much bigger than any one of us can solve. And so really the answer is that we must trust Jesus to give us wisdom and to help us work together as believers. Together we can do much. You see, we don't care for the poor because we're afraid of judgment, though that's not a bad motivator. But we choose to care for the poor because Jesus cares for them and calls us to care together. Jesus had compassion for the poor, and he modeled for us how to do our part. And as we grow in our likeness to Jesus, he develops in us an increasing concern for those who are experiencing oppression, exploitation, or neglect. And as the Kellers point out to us today, people who are poor face many injustices, sometimes from each other. They are often both victims and victimizers of all kinds of crimes, and they need us, they need you and me, to step up and do our part, no matter how small, to do our part to bring some level of protection and deliverance to bring relief. May we see Jesus through them and minister to him as we turn our eyes to the needs of the poor and to those who are being oppressed. Father, We confess, O God, that we can tend to get so absorbed with our own lives, with our own situation. We sometimes think our problems are already too big for us to even look at someone else's situation. And Lord, we might feel oppressed ourselves, and we might think that, okay, someone needs to save me. But Lord, for today, would you give us eyes to see those who have needs? I I do think that as we care for those you love and care for, you minister to us and you care for us. And so, Lord, would you give us eyes to see and a courage to act, no matter how small, to trust you and to seek your wisdom and what is the best way to do so. We love you, Jesus, and we thank you for this powerful, yes, difficult reminder today. In Jesus' name we pray.
Amen. Thanks so much for allowing us to be a part of your day. Please be sure to subscribe and share. You can tune in tomorrow for fresh new content. And remember, no matter what happens, there is unlimited grace for us today because of who Jesus is and what he has done. For questions about service times and more, you can access all information about Mariner's Church by downloading the Mariner's app at your favorite app store, visiting the website at marinerschurch.org, or by finding us on Instagram, Instagram handle Mariner's Church. Till next time, have a great day.